welcome back to another episode of the Michelle Mission. I'm your host, Vincent Williams, here as always with co-host Lynn Webb. Yo, what's up? Highlight your boy. This is Lynn, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble of Black Tribbles fame. And this episode, we take our first foray into the world of Tyler Perry. We will do Tyler Perry's fourth film, 2007's Why Did I Get Married? For those of you who have not seen it, it is a story about eight married friends who take their annual reunion vacation in the Colorado mountains. While they are there, revelations of infidelity involving one pair shatter the amicable mood, forcing the remaining friends to take a hard look at the strength of their own marriages. Tyler Perry, Janet Jackson, Tasha Smith, Jill Scott, Michael J. White, Sharon Leal, Malik Yoba, Lamont Rucker, Richard Jones. Why did I get married? Whose idea was it for us to come up to the snow? It's beautiful here, you have to admit this. It's beautiful, but Jamaica's beautiful and warm. <laughs> that makes perfect sense to me. When four married couples head to the mountains... Every single year, we take a seven-day vacation. Who is this? I'm Trina. Where is Sheila? Oh, I made her drive. We flew. You did what? Mike, are you hearing what you're saying right now? <laughs> Secrets will be revealed. Oh, whoa, whoa. How are you going to admire him when you got your situation? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Situation? Trust will be tested. I'm not the only married person with a secret at this table. Check me. And hearts will be broken. Diane, when you get married, you give up the eyes for us, okay? And before all is said and done. You belong in the kitchen. And you belong on a corner. Need a pen? Why is your wife so eatery? <laughs> the secret to a good marriage just might be discovered. I need you and I love you. Just come home. Lionsgate and Tyler Perry invite you to the movie event of the year. Lord, I don't know what this is all about. But I am going up this mountain to save my marriage. Learn to love. I'll be there for you. Laugh. I like the argument because the making up is insane. Now drink to that. And cherish all over again. Love. Love, 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 love. Denise Boutte, Richard T. Jones, Sharon Leal, Lamont Rucker, Jill Scott, Tasha Smith, Michael Jai White, Malik Yoba, Janet Jackson, and Tyler Perry. I think we did all right. In Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married? Because at some point, everyone asks, Why did I get married? Written and directed by Tyler Perry. So we close out April's <laughs> celebration of romance movies, our month of love, with our first foray into the filmography of Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is a very polarizing figure in African-American uh, theater and film, seen as a purveyor of mediocre entertainment that elicits comedy from hackneyed situations, drama from the mellowest of melodrama, with well-timed lip service paid to the message of the day. Now let's cha-cha, y'all. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. Crisscross. Anyway. <laughs> However. Oh, this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> However, it cannot be said that he does not pay it forward, bringing the faithful cast of regulars from his 90s stage plays to prominence in television and film projects. He routinely gives opportunities to black stars of yesterday 
so that they can once again feel the shine of the spotlight. I think Cecily Tyson is leaving him everything in her, her will. That's how grateful she is to Tyler Perry. He lends his voice, his time, and his money to important causes, both big and small. In short, Tyler Perry is a good man who, like other good men, is his own worst enemy. Mm. After writing, producing, and appearing in 2005's Diary of a Black Woman, writing and producing and starring in 2006 Medea's Family Reunion, and writing, producing, and directing Daddy's Little Girl, Tyler Perry assembles an ensemble for Why Did I Get Married? His 2007 dissertation on the whys, why nots, and why the fucks about marriage. <laughs> oh, oh, we got F bombs. <laughs> like a lot of black romantic dramedies, this tries too hard to be saying something and doesn't know how to be something. One of the first lessons of film is to take advantage of the medium show, don't tell. For instance, the couple Sheila and Mike, the most interesting thing in this movie, have the most dysfunctional marriage ever put before a camera with him belittling her because of her weight at every instance, every opportunity that he has and her sucking it down as often and seemingly as easily as she apparently sucked down donuts. Man. We know this because the script and the dialogue spares no expense in telling us so over and over and over and over again, completely diluting the expressiveness of actors, Jill Scott as Sheila mm. and Richard T. Jones as Mike, clearly the best actors on the screen. The mm. rest of the cast is stiff, uninteresting or too loud. There is zero <laughs> chemistry between the couples, zero cup chemistry between the friendships. And therefore, I, myself, was left watching the clock begging for this half hour too long ride to be over. Mm -hmm. And as with any project where the writer, the producer, the director, and one of the stars is single-handedly one person, all roads of the failure of why did I get married lead back to Tyler Perry. You can start with the casting, putting Janet Jackson, who has throughout a very storied musical career, never shown any great affinity towards acting. Let's, you know, let's be honest. The best acting she ever did was looking cute and innocent as a victim on good times back in the 70s. She maybe kind of sparkled a little bit next to Todd Bridges in different strokes, but really that's because a wall sparkles next to Todd Bridges. So she that's what she had going for her. And even then she wasn't asked to do but so much. She has never shown that she can bring anything to the screen to the screen you, you ain't like her in poetic justice i didn't think she was bad in poetic justice i'm but joking it, she was awful in poetic justice exactly just... she was and <laughs> there she was fortunate to have fortunate to have uh the magnetism the magnetism of tupac next to her right that you know just sold that film here 
not only is she horrible acting, she looks like Cruella Duvill. She is just a pain to watch every time she is on camera. And especially when she is trying to be a friend to Jill Scott or Tasha Smith or uh, uh, Sharon Leal, Sharon Leal, Sharon Leal, and if the uh, any of the other actresses of, of whom they're supposed to have this this great bond, or when she's trying to relate to her husband, played by Malik Yopa, who, like Tyler Perry, like um, uh, what's the muscle guy, um, Chocolate Sheriff. <laughs> Oh, no, no, you mean Michael J. White. Michael J. White, who, like, with Michael J. White, all three three of them are sleepwalking through this movie. Now, Tyler Perry, you can make an argument he's sleepwalking because he's also wearing all these other hats. Uh, And he's also probably sleepwalking so much that he didn't realize that he has his little brother's clothes on most of the time in this movie. But he he is wooden. Michael J. White can't act he cannot act he's a he's a a huge immense man and when i've seen him do his little uh seen him in some of his action films he's not bad if the editing is done properly i think he's charismatic i think he has a certain amount of charisma he has a certain amount of charisma like you think about what was the movie we, we were just talking about where he played the thief it's called like two thieves it was like him and no, the the big hit. Mm. Yeah, I think that was it. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, and I liked him in Black Dynamite. I, that's the only thing he's good at. Right, right, right. I'm he's just saying he has a, a, a level of charisma. I don't think he's a good actor, but no, he's not I, a good. I kind of get him. Okay, when in his lane, he has to be in his lane now. He has to be in his lane. His okay. lane is not in this movie. Right, and right, a, right, right. A, a, Another thing, another problem with this is that everybody is in their own lane, but none of them are going to the same spot. Right, right. You know, because right. there are people. Malik Yopa is acting in an entirely different movie than everyone else. Right. Richard T. Jones is an extremely talented. Now, that's a man that has a lot of uh, charisma. Admittedly, he's probably given the most to work with in this movie, but he's given too much. He's his face tells so many stories. You don't need for him to actually have to literally read the entire dictionary in his dialogue. He can just show that he's a jerk just by standing there but no he has to say he's a jerk he has to be a jerk at at every instance in the movie that's because the movie is so overwritten the direction in this film this is admittedly Tyler Perry's uh, fourth film Yeah, I give him a a little bit of a pass on that yet it still is so pedestrian it doesn't do this story any um, service him having this very I want to say sitcom way of staging a lot of the state a lot of the um the scenes which makes sense because he primarily was a theater director right right you right. know so that's what that's what he's and a self-taught into. theater director. and very self-taught you know? I understand I understand that as well but that's all the more reason to you know let go of the reins a little bit right and get somebody in there that maybe knows a little something you did it on your first film okay maybe you you, you had a director in there with diary of a black woman i didn't like that film either so maybe that director didn't do you that was also 
Yeah. Yeah, that was you know, that was, that wasn't good either. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead. I just I mean, there is I lampooned on on this show uh against The Last Dragon. Yes, I have. Yes, you have. But in many ways, this is a worse film than The Last Dragon. Oh, is that is that where you land? <laughs> Is that the controversial spot that you decided to, this is where you're going to plant your flag? Yes. Yes. You think a Tyler Perry movie is worse than The Last Dragon? The intellectual bravery of Lynn Webb, ladies and gentlemen. I'll go ahead and take the flack for this. I don't think Tyler Perry makes good movies. There, I said it. Your turn, sir. Oh, it's my turn now? Go. All right. Look, man. Look, here's a Tyler Perry thing. I, I I think regardless of what I'm about to say about the Tyler Perry films. Okay. First, when I think about Tyler Perry, I always think about the Bleak Gilliam thing. And those of you who haven't seen, Bleak Gilliam was a character Denzel Washington played in Mo Better Blues. Mm. And there's a conversation that the character has with his bandmate Shadow about the nature of black art and commerce. Right. And they're going back and forth. And Bleak Gilliam at one point, you know, because they're both jazz players and they talk about their audience is always white and black people don't support them. And Bleak Gilliam says, if we had to depend on black people to eat, we'd starve to death. And that has stayed with me since that movie came out, the other uh, roots actually quoted at the beginning of things fall apart. Yep. Like you hear all these artists kind of refer to that. And again, it's this uncomfortable relationship between black art and the white audience. And if you use that for your favorite artist, Rihanna, Oprah Winfrey, Shonda Rhimes, Jay-Z, every little black girl I know is running around today talking about Lemonade, Beyonce, everything. If your favorite black artist had to depend on black people to eat, they damn near starve to death. Except for Tyler Perry. If Tyler Perry had to depend on black people to eat, Tyler Perry would eat the exact same way that he's eating. And I think that is always worth acknowledging and dare I say celebrating that this is a black man who makes art for this black audience. This black audience supports him and he has this relationship with this group of people. I commend him. I celebrate him. I'll take a Tyler, like if we had to have a boat and put some black people on it, I'd take one Tyler Perry over 30 Spike Lees, who's one of my favorite directors, maybe mm. my favorite director because of that. And because, uh, you know, I mean, that's what we do. You know, black voices, black art, all that. Having said that, Tyler Perry makes terrible movies. I mean, he makes terrible movies. Every critique that anyone has ever made about the 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 sort of technical prowess of Tyler Perry. I mean, you were just saying it. You know, you just go down. It's like it's not even shooting fish in a barrel. Talking about Tyler Perry as a craftsman, mm-hmm. it's like taking some fish, drowning the fish, like like take the fish, kill the fish, <laughs> and then put the dead fish in a barrel. Like 
you you, you know, like he, he, I mean, the, the 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 scripts are horrible. The direction is horrible. The acting is horrible. The characters are underdeveloped. Uh, like I have a friend that his his like Tyler Perry thing is a production values. Like when you look at like all of the sets on, in Tyler Perry movies, always look like. Like, you know how you go to, like, the furniture store, like, like Ray yes, Moore and Flanagan, yes, yes. and it's, like, a room, and they kind of make it look like a room, but clearly nobody lives there? Yes, yes. All the Tyler Perry sets look like that. Like, like he had, like, these scenes in houses, and, like, these people have kids, and but, like, it doesn't look like anybody lives in the house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're terrible. <laughs> I, I guess what interests me the most about this film or or rather the part that that I found the most troubling is um Tyler Perry has this has 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 this really kind of mean-spirited mm-hmm. and petty relationship with middle-class black people in general and specifically black women Yes, like like professional you. black women and and you just look at his canon. I mean, you start with Diary of a Mad Black Woman, but you know, you go to Daddy's Little Girls, you go to this, you go to um the sequel to this. Why did I get married too? You go to my favorite hate watch Tyler Perry movie, Tyler Perry's Temptation, which <laughs> is just batshit insane in the stuff. But sort of relationship to relationship and and specifically you know i'm thinking about sharon leal and sharon leal plays a successful attorney and she's recently a partner in her firm of course she has to be recently a partner in her firm well that everybody has to be at the at at the epitome of their you know what my other part and i'll get you know like i think this part is more important than the second part but my second part is how the shit just don't make sense Like it's so funny you said like one of one of my partners is 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 a judge, mm-hmm. and I was talking to him because I knew we were going to, and I'm not a lawyer, so I don't really know, like I don't know about law, so I asked him. I was like, "Yo, you, you know, she's in this," and at one point they all kind of somebody references the fact, like at one point Richard T. Jones says something about being 36 and dating, You're right? Which is sort of. Because they all act like old people. And like 36 isn't a young buck, but 36 also isn't like old like these people are acting. Not at all. So I said to my partners, you know, and they said they all went to school together. So I assume they're all around the same age. And I said, you know, is it possible for Sharon Leal to be 36 and be a partner at a law firm? Like, like what does that look like? I'm a 36-year-old black woman. And I'm a partner at a law firm. And, and you know, and I had a really interesting conversation that I won't bore you all with the details about buy-ins and this and the business you bring in and whether it's a big firm or a law firm. But what it really came down to is she would have had to have worked really, really hard to attain this level of success. And it's the type of effort that she would have made that if you are her husband, and you've been dating her and y'all got engaged and you got married. This is not new. Exactly. Her working hard. And so this whole thing with you don't you don't spend enough time on me and and then you, you know and and I'm I I let me say this. I'm sensitive about this kind of thing because my wife is is a very 
successful career woman and I have lots of friends who are successful career women and again this is something I've seen again and again in Tyler Perry movies that reflect this sort of sentiment that like women who have become successful almost need to apologize for it yeah. And you know this whole thing about well maybe you should go and and date a bus driver and you know not you know nothing wrong with a bus driver but what you get from that sentiment is that you sadiddy and you're this and 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 you know and this whole thing he said and, and you forgot to pick the, the daughter up twice and and you got your tubes tied and you ain't had sex with me in three months and it's like he always paints these women as these harpies as these horrible people. But even with all of that, his character comes off, I think the technical term is a bitch. All this grabbing the phone and telling the secretary don't call. And and it's like, and you're sitting there and you kind of get a sense of a movie about who you're supposed to cheer for. Yeah. And I'm like, so I'm supposed to ride with this dude? Like, I'm supposed to say... I'm with you. Yeah. And you know, and it's all this, you don't cook for me. You don't clean for me. You don't, you know, all of this sort of domestic stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, you are supposed to be doing. Like, this is your role as a woman. And again, it's one thing if this, it was just one film that this was in. But, you know, I watch, like, I watch Tyler Perry movies because I think, I, I think if you care, like, I care about this thing called black art and i think tyler perry is is an important black artist and and you know if i'm gonna go somewhere and talk about his movies are shitty like i should be able to point to 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 you know chapter and verse why exactly so you know this is something that comes up again and again and again this kind of again this mean-spiritedness yeah towards professional black women and it's a mean spiritedness that you know kind of get to 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 the second part of of why I, I enjoy is not the right verb. I don't know what the verb would be. Like I said, hate watch for temptation, but it's that too. Like these these non Medea movies mm-hmm. where 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 Tyler Perry kind of depicts these professional black people and professional, and we talked about this a little bit last week, where it's like. Those of you who have children, like if your children ever had this assignment in school, like when your kids are like five or six and they write a picture, they draw a picture of what they think their parents do at work. And it's a cute assignment because they're kids. Right. So they don't really know what you do at work. But then they draw this stuff and it's like, you know, daddy, I don't know, daddy uh, eats sandwiches and draws on a chalkboard because, you know, they come with you. And all they they come and see you at lunch, so right. they think that's what you do all day. Is you eat sandwiches, so it's kind of cute. <laughs> but you also see how a child sees you from the outside, right? And I think when you look at how Tyler Perry depicts these worlds, this is someone. And I mean, it's I mean, we all know the the we all know the myth of Tyler Perry. Like like he had a horrible home life. Then he lived in a car. Then he did the stuff. And then he became a billionaire. Tyler Perry has never been a regular dude. Like there's never been a period in his life where I'm Tyler Perry and I work at the phone company or I teach the third grade or, you know, I'm a plumber or I'm a lawyer and I know all these different people. So that Tyler Perry talks about people 
that he has no understanding of at all. Mm. And to me, that's the interesting thing. Like I look at these things, like I always joke that, that it always like, this is a two hour movie. Lord Jesus. But it took me like three hours to watch it because I always stop. And like, if I watch it with my wife, I'll stop it. And like stuff just doesn't make sense. Yes. Like, um, from the very beginning, I think, uh, I forgot that they had gone away for a week. Right. It said that they're supposed to go. Right. Right. I thought it was a long weekend. But they said they were gone for a week, and I said, wait a minute, you're trying to tell me that these eight people who have jobs and kids burned up a week of their time off? Well, they don't stay the whole week. But they're supposed but to. But they were supposed to, yes. That means somebody took off a week. See, 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 I works. <laughs> so I know what it means to take off a week. Right. Like, right. you you know, most people between two and four weeks of personal time mm-hmm. you know you take your little time off at the holidays or you you know maybe you go away with your family during the during the summer and then you you bank some right. you know heaven forbid something happens so you know i always say like when they said they were gone for a week i said damn somebody used up a week of their personal time for this and and where are the kids and but meanwhile though tyler perry's wife sharon leo diane she uh, lets it slip that she's in the middle of this big case with this 16 year old a, a, a murder for, trial for murder right but let me take this week real quick right or a trip to Colorado or again you know what all right I'm gonna let you say we already planned it this that and the other and I can do it I can I can do it um electronically because I have my blackberry but now you're going to take the Blackberry from me and you're going to tell the woman, like, like again, because I work for a living, Lynn. Like, I'm not a gentleman of leisure. So what I said, like, when he was, like, that Blackberry stuff really bothered me because I'm connected to my phone if I'm not at work and my wife is connected in her phone if she's not, because we working people. Mm-hmm. You can't be messing with my job. Did you just break my phone, fool? We in Colorado. I got to keep in touch with the firm for the murder trial. Why was Jill Scott's character and Richard T. Jones' character even together? Like, I'm not saying that a relationship can't become that toxic. Right. You're going to have to tell me. You know what? I was thinking, because I was like, Richard T. Jones is an asshole. And I was like, you know, why in the world would she be with an asshole? And and then I was thinking about Bill Bellamy's character from in, Love uh, Jones. from Love Jones. And I think he's a great character because he's also an asshole. Yes. But the movie shows that he has a level of charm. Right. Like there are scenes where you see and you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I get why they hang around him. I can see why a woman would go out with him. Right. Like he's charming, he's funny. And you see his place in that in that dynamic. And you and you see his place in that dynamic. They're 36. They all went to school together. They graduated, you know, they they dated, they got engaged, they got married between when they met in college and when the movie starts, when he gets on the plane with her and they got her in the Martin Lawrence suit from Big Mama's house mm-hmm. and she sits in the mill and she can't buy the seat, you know, then they tell her to buy the seat, which, you know, sidebar, if you're that size, 
I'm calling shenanigans on you found out you had to buy another seat when you got on the plane. Yeah. In 2007. Right. This was something that everybody knew about. So, but okay, I'm going to go along. Okay, you got caught out and you didn't know. But then you brought this extra chick to the to to the relationship retreat that y'all go on every year. Now, she did come out on the invite of Jill Scott. Why would Jill Scott invite her? Because it was Jill Scott's friend. How is this Jill Scott's friend that don't nobody know? Well, it don't is this make, a new friend? It, it don't make no sense. They don't That's really. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it doesn't like so much of it. Does, see, Lynn, that was another part where I stopped the movie. I said, "Well, who is this woman? And and it, is she Jill Scott's friend? But she's sleeping because anybody you can see immediately. Oh, that dude is either sleeping with her or trying to sleep with her. So." How are they friends? And then you supposedly good friends with these other three women, but they don't know this woman, but this woman is your friend. And you tell her to come to the the couple's retreat. Like you told me this was a couple's retreat. That's what you told me when the movie came on. I'm just listening. You know what? Steven Spielberg has this fantastic story about Jaws. No, no, no. It is relevant. Where where the, 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 the book Jaws, at the end of the book Jaws, the shark swims away. Right. And Steven Spielberg, when they made the film, they said they needed a a, 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 better a, a a better ending. So they had the ending where, you know, spoiler for a 40-year-old movie, the the shark bites the oxygen tank and explodes. Right. In between when they made the movie and they showed it to a test audience made up of marine biologists, scuba divers, et cetera, et cetera, Steven Spielberg learned that oxygen tanks don't blow up like that right so he was concerned that his audience would call shenanigans on this ending so it never happened because jaws was so good that this audience filled with people who know that an oxygen tank doesn't do that cheered and exploded (laughs) in applause because when a film is good you let stuff That's slide. Right. That's right. Tyler Perry's problem again, and and I, I really am like I don't like like I really do. You, you know, I feel like like I feel like if if you care enough about this show to listen to this show for an hour, like I don't want to spend time saying stuff that you make you can hear anywhere. Because Tyler Perry is an awful filmmaker, he don't really have room for stuff that don't make sense. That's true. And so much of it doesn't make sense. So again, this woman gets on the plane. Who the hell is this woman? Well, that's your friend. Wait, wait well, but it's a couple's retreat. Well, it's an extra room. What the hell does an extra room have to do? It's a couple's retreat. Well, they told her to get off the plane. Okay, well, but then her husband says, get your fat ass off the plane, which is damn near a direct quote. Who talks to their wife like that? Like, who is this monster? But, Why are you married to him? Where did this come from? Like, I need somebody to say to me, I had some type of glandular issue and I became this big. He's always been abusive. Like, I need Tasha Smith to say, I never did like that nigga. He always talked crazy about you. That's, that's what I didn't like. That's what I didn't like. Is, is that once 
once he does show up there at the retreat with the girlfriend, because Jill Scott is now is now driving to Colorado, listening to gospel music, yes, praying. Well, well, that's how you know that it's the serious side. That's the serious B story because there's gospel music right. playing as she's as she's driving. You know, so once he do, once he gets there, a bunch of stuff I don't like about that. Once he gets there. He, because on the plane when he's telling her, you know, get your fat ass off the plane. Again, a direct quote. Pretty much, you can argue that that's in the vacuum of the plane, you know, strangers and this chick who he's hitting anyway. Right. But when he gets there amongst her friends and the dudes who, since they've been doing this for years, have now become you know friends of hers as well, and he still. Is talking out the side of his neck about her. At what point in that scene, if we're trying to play this as this, you know, pseudo realistic depiction of marriage amongst friends, do someone check him on it? They don't. That whole scene is then played for comedy. Right. At the expense of the Jill Scott character right. driving up there. Right. And it's played for comedy, not just from the boys who maybe you can argue are trying to relate with their dude, which still doesn't make any sense because they should have some kind of vested interest in their in their, what? Their, the, their wives' girlfriend. The closest fist the closest I've seen some grown men fist fight in the past ten years is a dude says something about his wife. Exactly. That another one of my boys said you being real disrespectful to the mother of your children. Exactly. Cuz dudes will check you on that. Ex- you know, right. Because because we're friends and you and you're you want to know that you the people that you are rolling with are on kind of like that same level as you. You know why you know that though, Lynn? And you know why I know this, Lynn? And now I'm going back to Tyler Perry as a 5-year-old drawing a picture of what he thinks happened. I would bet my left arm Tyler Perry has no male friends. From before he was Tyler Perry, the billionaire. I it, well, I don't know. It, it's. I mean, I don't know, but yeah. But if I was a betting man, yeah, Tyler Perry does not strike me as a dude with boys. Yo, Tyler, let's get some wings before before because everybody want to bust up wings with him now. Well, yeah, and you know, then. even now, I mean, he just. I mean, you just a famous dude now. I'm talking true, about true, true. you know, hey man, let's you know, Game of Thrones coming on. Why don't you come through? Right, right, right. Various sporting things that those of you that like sports, it's happening. So, but I mean, that scene just really gnawed at me, especially that y'all miss it. Lynn actually, Lynn actually shook his fist, dude. Because <laughs> because that was fantastic. Because, like I said, you couldn't. I mean, I don't get the dudes still rolling with him and, and busting it up with. Him. I don't. I know. Re- I really no. have a hard time with that. Well, you. Culture Kings is a podcast on the How Stuff Works Network, hosted by comedians Jackie's Neal and Edgar Montplacier. Every Wednesday and Friday, these two friends dive into topics ranging from sports, music, to movies, style. They wonder whether or not Donald Glover is a genius or a weirdo. They continuously decipher Kanye West's tweets and behavior. They also have recurring segments like Queen of the Week, The List, and Top Fives like Marvel Movies and Video Games. Listen to Culture Kings and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and find out the best way to eat a taco. Oh. What's the best way to eat a taco, Vince? With your hands? With your hands. Also with salsa 
on top of everything to hold the ingredients down. It's like a layer. It's the layer. Right. So that the lettuce doesn't fall off. Can't have falling lettuce. Should because it's it's completely unrealistic. Right. Again, and now I've paused the movie again for 15 minutes to talk about the nature of male friend like we were talking about. We've talked several times how male friendships are depicted on the screen. Right. But even but once you hit, you know, play again. Yes. And you continue on about two or three minutes further. You are going to hit pause and a lot of people are going to come out of the movie because if you maybe give a pass for three dumb knuckleheads still rolling with their knucklehead friend, mm-hmm. you cannot give a pass to these three women right. who are supposed to be ride or die with their friend. Right. And the only thing they can say is coming at the girlfriend's neck. Right. That's not that's not the neck you need to be coming at. Right. You need to be coming at that dude's neck. And if you're not coming at his neck, it's only because you are more worried about finding out where your girlfriend is. Right. You are off that porch and you are finding that out. Right. And yes. once you find out, in the midst of this, in the midst of this brother walking up with, with this chick that he's obviously smashing, with in the, the presence of this dude disrespecting his wife like like crazy yes. the whole time. Once the evidence of the smashing comes into your face, how do you come up with it's not our place to tell her? This again, again, again. I it's like somebody gonna have to show me so because you know Tyler Perry and, and you know not to make light he had a horrible childhood you know left home he dropped out of high school i mean again everything that they say about tyler perry and he kind of you know basically created himself but i think part of his self-creation was he was completely separate from human interaction like regular ass human interaction because you, you talk about the men we you just talked about the relationship between these women the shit don't make sense no like this is it's it, it you know i just said the five-year-old it's like an alien depicts what they think the people do with each other and it just it is it is bizarre it is bizarre to watch these people interact with each other on this screen like you talked about the wooden act and you know and again wooden acting direction all of that but just okay i'm going to depict these couples that have been married for you know because i'm just going by the text i'm just going by what yeah. tyler perry says because there's enough of it there it's enough of it there uh, uh we met in college um you know you assume it's in atlanta they were at a hbcu mm-hmm. so you know uh so you know they were at you know clark atlanta one of them school you know maybe the dudes went to morehouse the ladies right. went to spellman we are a close-knit group of friends we are family we are family we all live in atlanta because they make this point of you know they you know the dudes the the, the bartender called Malik Yoba and come to the bar and they're all in the bar. Well, and the girls are, are meeting in the in the in uh, the gazebo. gazebo on campus, so it should be an intimacy, uh, intimacy there. It should be a shorthand of relationship. It should be all of this that if you've had, if you have an old friend, 
it should be there. And like you said, it's I thought sleepwalking was such a good word. Yeah, because it is. It's just like I don't understand the like like because on the one hand, I was like, now, is this a case where the women are friends and the dudes are their mates? And then they've just sort of had to become, become friends friendly. because their 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 wives know each other. But then they're hanging out together and they're divulging secrets to one another. Which is the other thing. Like, how in the world does Richard T. Jones know that Sharon Leal secretly got her tube tied? Because Sharon Leal told his told his wife and his wife told him. Why would Sharon Leal tell his wife knowing that his wife tells him everything? And you know why I say that? Because if it's that kind of thing where Sharon Leal tells Jill Scott, I secretly got my tube, t- my tubes tied. My husband doesn't know. This is my deep, dark secret. This is not the first secret. She, because, again, I'm just going by the film. They all been friends. Mm-hmm. So I know she shares everything with her husband. Her husband is an asshole. I don't want her husband to know about my tubes. Therefore, I don't tell her that. How does he know that Tyler Perry went to check on the paternity of his daughter? Are they friends? What kind of friends are they? Because again, Richard T. Jones is an asshole throughout the movie. Like there are no, there are no redeeming characteristics. And I mean, and that's a Tyler Perry thing. Like the Tyler, like I joke all, like my Tyler Perry joke all the time is, you know, the Tyler Perry dude will 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 punch your ass in the stomach and push you down the steps and then say, "Where's your Jesus now?" Yep. Because he's he's violent. He don't believe in Jesus. He he like like he's just completely evil. So like at one point. Where after he 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 disrespects her and says, "Yeah, I slept with her," and we leave it. And she says to her girls, and he took all the money out the account. I only got eighty seven dollars. I wrote in my notes, "Of course he took all the money out of the account." Of course, because he's the most awful, awful human, human being, being who's ever lived in the history of human beings. Although somehow you married him, right? Oh, but why did you get married? See what I did there. <laughs> Another thing that came to my mind when you were uh, um, talking was how you say like uh, Tyler Perry, his lack of human experiences, it shows mm-hmm. in the writing and, and the development of these relationships. And again, it all ends. It all lands on him. But some blame has to go to the actors because a more seasoned or developed actor reads that script and is going to him telling him like, yo, this reads false. I completely disagree with you. No, they, they do. I don't, I don't think these, these actors had the agency to say that. No, 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 no. I'm saying a more seasoned actor would these actors, Michael J. White, who can't, who can't, who can't act. And it's just lucky is happy to just have a script. You real disrespectful black dynamite right now. What, what, black dynamite. You just said it, it's the best thing he ever did. He <laughs> developed it himself. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah, yeah. Janet Jackson, who at this point in her career, let's be honest, she's looking for whatever because I mean, she don't need the money, but the, but no, but there's no, about I see her name. Right, out right, there. right, right. The limelight was slowly fading away from her. Yeah. Nobody was, nobody was keeping up for her in the movies anymore. And her music wasn't selling. She was looking for whatever. All right. Malik Yopa. He had already, he, he 
is already on the the stage play circuit at right. this time. So right. he's like, yeah, True. script in the movie, sure. Tyler Tyler Perry, he's he's got to be the quote unquote hero of his movie. Tasha Smith, Tasha Smith is a very beautiful woman, and she looks like she may have the 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 cojones to be a a good actress. I'd like to see her in something. In something, because yeah. the only thing I've seen her is, is Tyler this Perry in stuff. a sequel yeah. and a, the, the a, TV a, show. TV show, and yeah. she's basically the same character yeah. in all I three. think she might be the same character on the show. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but yeah she's... so I, I would want to see her. Sharon Leal, she looks boring, and she looks asleep through this whole this whole movie. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah. And then and, and then Jill Scott, Jill Scott, who ha- who has chops as an actress, she does, and she showed it in other things. Yeah. She actually brings more dignity to this role than it deserves. And she does, but yeah. but she has to go through this ham fisted writing that yeah. he's that he's given her. She's sitting there bawling her eyes out. Yeah. And all of the emotion, what she is feeling is all on her face. Yeah. Yet she still has to give an almost five minute dialogue of which she repeats yeah. the same lines like yeah. four or five times. Uh, yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, but admittedly, at that point in her career, she wasn't a, as good an actress as she is, as right. she shows. She still isn't a seasoned actress, so she's not going to do like, okay, you know, direction, he's directing me, this is what I'm going to do. A more polished actor tells him, like, yo, this re- this reads false. This reads false, man. I, 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 let's switch this up, or at least something. I think people believe in Tyler Perry. I think I think most even, people believe in a check. No, 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 no. Well, I think people believe in a check too. But again, now I'm looking at his entire canon. And again, this type of you know stuff that just don't make sense is throughout his his body of work. Again, back to my favorite uh, hate watch. Like like there, you know. I think I don't know if we talk about you know the part in um. Tyler Perry's temptation like at one point you know when a character says because they're in DC and she says to uh, Journey Smollett something 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 you know because you're uh, you're not below the Mason Dixon line anymore and is like wait a minute Washington DC is clearly below the Mason Dixon line but you know you get the feeling not even you get the feeling like people outright say I believe in Tyler Perry I believe in what he does. The type of critiques that people like you and Lynn are making are persnickety and and you can't see the forest for the trees and it's not for you because that's where we are. Like oftentimes you land with on it's not for you. Yeah. It's so positive. He used to live in a car. Like that's like let's just go down the Tyler Perry defenses. It's positive. It's not for you. He used to live in a car, and you know, I can't. You know, like I said, we're talking about it, and and like like we got on this line a lot because you said talked about the actors going to Tyler Perry and saying you know Tyler Perry this doesn't really speak to my character and this that and the other. I think that there is a type of person and and I'm going to say most I think most African Americans support Tyler Perry regardless of these types of things that you and I are talking about saying you know it doesn't make sense and not even and this doesn't make sense like this doesn't make sense and I'm somebody who watches science fiction like this doesn't make sense 
Like, I'm about to go watch a movie in a few weeks about a dude who dresses up in a tank suit who fights a World War II doped up, um, (laughs) (laughs) you you know, steroid man. It's like I'm wearing a tank versus steroid man and a World War II steroid man. And I'm going to be like, oh, this is him. And uh, fictional African, (laughs) African warrior king in a cat suit, a literal cat suit. And they're going to say, well, this is how it's done, and this is made of vibranium. What the hell is vibranium? It's a made-up mineral. But these are the rules that we're going to use within the confines of this film, and I need you to suspend your disbelief. And I'm going to say, okay, as long as you're consistent, and this like as long as you don't give me a reason to hit the pause button and say, wait a minute. Why was she saying he didn't have a job the whole time when he invested his money in your business Mm. so he's not jobless he's a part of the business owner and why are y'all just saying this 20 minutes before the movie goes off Mm. that doesn't make sense Mm. wait a minute so your son died in the car accident and y'all are just now talking about it why would he go somewhere drunk and say he blames it on you to richard t jones that doesn't make sense. Wait, wait, wait a minute. So, you a big black chocolate sheriff man that lives in a small town in Colorado. You were an army brat. And your dad owned this big ass house. And the general store. And the general store. <laughs> and you're divorced. And you live up here by yourself. Don't nobody have some more questions about this? Like, this seems like it should be some follow-up questions. Like, you big chocolate sheriff up here by yourself, you didn't told me you divorced. Like, I feel like my question should be, now, are you divorced because you murdered your wife and you're wearing her skin as a suit? Like, <laughs> like I feel like big, perfect chocolate sheriff, you need to tell me some more about why you don't have no wife. Because I got questions. And why do you like Jill Scott? Like, there's nothing particularly interesting about her. Like, she's just sad and dopey and she pray. That's pretty much it. I hate to say it, but that is all she is. Like, they show the scenes where they go out together and she's, and she's beating up on herself because of what happened with her husband. And, and she, you know, she actually says, you know, I don't, I might fall for you because I'm, because, because you're being nice to me. Mm-hmm. And then, but then he kisses her and it's like, well, wait, wait a minute. Why are you like? This doesn't make sense. Well, there ain't no other black people up there, man. Ain't no other cops up there. He the only cop. <laughs> but why are you hiding out up here in cop? Like, if you're an army brat, the nature of army brat means that you're always that you're all over the, the place. So yeah. if if you're gonna land somewhere, how you gonna land in this little town? This doesn't make sense. And again and again and again throughout this film. There are things that happen that outside of the badness of the craft, outside of the troubling messages, because I do think, again, I, I have a I, I have a real beef with Tyler Perry in his depiction of the black professional class and specifically black women. Shit just don't make sense. Like, it just don't make sense. Like, I'll, I'll, I just need you to make sense. Like, if I'm going if I'm going to commit to you, 
I've committed to you that I'm gonna spend these two hours with you. Just just have it like just have it make sense. And and so y'all been together for ten years. He got a baby mama. The children that ran out, neither one of them look like they're over non. So so did he cheat on you and have a baby mama? Like I I need more explanation. Cause it doesn't make sense. No. It uh it doesn't make any sense and uh it's um it's a bad movie, it's what it is. It's uh it's uh it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie, it's but a bad movie. And every stretch of, I mean like there is nothing of redeeming quality of this movie at all. I, I think again, going back to what, what I my initial Tyler Perry statement that, that this is and and you know, and I don't I don't have the list in front of me about which films made them. I know this grossed like over $55 million. They made, they which, made money. Which, you know, that is the Tyler Perry things. He keeps costs low. It was low, it was low cost. Right. And But I think that there is a consistent audience that supports this. So that I think, and, and you know, again, I, I think, you know, we have been having this conversation forever about black art like friggin Langston Hughes used to talk about this in the 20s where where black people sort of check black artists about the way they depict things and you and you know the implication is that you you cooning for the white folks basically and you putting our stuff out there and because they'll pay you Tyler Perry is an artist that is supported by black dollars so I think this is a it's a bad film but but I but you know I always say like I think you need to pick one Medea movie and one like non-Medea movie mm-hmm. to sort of know about because I think it is an unfiltered look into like kind of the id of a large portion of African America African America, if right, you will, right. Be- because uh, again, it, 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 it like like Tyler Perry is ours. Tyler Perry is ours. Yeah, we, he he is our creation. We support him and everything. And you know, as we've said, I've said before, I don't have no problem disagreeing with us. Like black people love Tyler Perry. I don't really rock with Tyler Perry like that. I'm very comfortable in my blackness disagreeing with black people about Tyler Perry. And you know, my mother and I, I mean, I'm sure you. If we had another hour, you and I could both sit here and talk about all the people we know in our families who love Tyler Perry. I have a couple, not a whole lot, not in like in my immediate family, not a whole lot, but I have a couple. Yeah, I, I know you do. You know how I know? Because you're black, <laughs> and you got black relatives. And and you know I mean it's 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 it it's dare I say I think he is important if you care about the kind of stuff that you and I care about yeah he be, is. Be, because you know again it's un it's unfiltered like this is pure blackness mm-hmm. it is pure blackness and I think it's some bullshit. Like, this is some bullshit right here. And, you know, for a couple of different reasons, you, you know, again, I think his understanding of of human interaction is limited at best. Mm-hmm. But people love it. People. 
people love it. You're right. The t- Tyler Perry's uh, For Better or Worse, which premiered on TBS in November of 2011, was based on these yeah, movies. Oh, yeah. And Tasha Smith and Michael J. White did reprise their roles of Marcus and Angela in that TV series. So she literally has done nothing else. Yeah. Ex- oh, and, yeah. And, that, and that's a shame because I, I, I will be very She plays Cookie's sister on Empire. So she literally has done nothing. <laughs> she plays else. like the same character too. Well, <laughs> then, 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 as far as I'm concerned, she's had enough opportunities to show whether or not there's anything else underneath the underneath I mean, or, the, uh, and, the and, hair. And, or she thinks she's doing, you know, I'm doing the Lord's work. Like I'm, I'm she getting paid. I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, when you are a, a black right. female actor, right, right. sometimes you got to take the. And, and I agree with, like, I agree with you that 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 there are actors, and I ain't gonna call nobody out, but certainly as as his films go on, you can tell that there are actors in his films mm-hmm. that wouldn't have been in there if they had other choices, and you know, one in particular that I will call out, uh, Idris Elba. Who was the star of Daddy's Little Girls? Yes, went on to talk real slick about Tyler Perry and 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 the images that Tyler Perry depicts, specifically Medea, and and you know, and I think that was a case of the difference between when I made Daddy's Little Girls and I became capital I capital E Idris Elba, so that now I don't have to be in Tyler Perry movies no more. See, I don't think. See, I actually read that as he did the film. He took the chance on it because it was at the time it was Tyler trying to, you know, doing it wasn't Medea. Right. Which he easily could have like rode that rode that cow. He didn't. He took that opportunity. As bad as a film as that is. Yes. Idris raises the level of it. Another professional black woman that she's so busy following her career that she can't find a real man. And and she's a shrew and a harpy and a bitch. And if she just was more of a lady, maybe she could find a real man and and, and somebody and sell her down. But Idris raises the level of that. Yeah. By his pre- by the presence of his of his acting, um, and then him realizing like, okay, I you're cool, dude, but I, I can't I I I can't go with you anymore because right. you, your stuff just doesn't speak to me. Yeah, you know. So yeah. I mean, I don't think it's about I don't need him anymore. It's just like I did that, and they work for me. That's the, the one thing I will say about Idris, at least from the track of his career that I can tell is that he's not above taking a chance on things. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I'll take that. And uh, so, you know, he, he took that chance just like he did this movie. Um, what's the movie he did just a couple of years ago with Taraji B. Henson where, uh, Oh, I know what you're talking about. I didn't see that. Oh, it's a, it is a really good movie. You're talking man. about the thriller. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, very good movie. Uh, but, um, you know, to, to your point, I do think if you look at the film, if Tyler Perry's filmography and the people in it that were like, you know, 90s heyday stars. It's like, yeah, if you had like if you if you got a, a, a shot on no a good sh- deed. I'm sorry. that was OK. No good. Yeah. If you got a shot of a, um on a Shonda Rhyme show or you got one of them CSI gigs or you got to be, you know, one of the two black people that get to be in movies, you wouldn't be in Tyler Perry movies. But yeah. you know, so but I, but I do think Angela Bassett has done a, a couple of out- well. What I was about to say, I do think that there are actors, there are people that support what he does, yeah. and and they look past 
the the the, the failings the, of it, right? Or or the you know, and, and you know, and even failings like that's subjective. Like we're saying it's failings, but again, if it works for his audience, if it makes money, True. is it a failing? True. You know, like I have a friend that I get in an argument about all the time, where he's like, you know, I wish Tyler Perry would go and take some directing lessons or do this and this, and I say, well, why? Like for like if I'm Tyler Perry, what possible reason? Like I get critical acclaim mm. from the people that I respect and love. I'm a billionaire. What possible reason am I going to do something different? And you know, just to piggyback something you just said, he could just make Medea movies. Like he could just put that damn wig on and make them damn Medea movies. From now on, Medea cooks a pot of chitlins and Medea yeah. is sassy and Medea is this. And there are people that love them some Medea. Mm-hmm. But he tries to do different things and and you know, I don't I don't think he's very good at it. But A for effort. I mean, I guess uh, like like a, again, A for effort. Yeah. If I'm the one giving out the A. Yeah. But he's not making it for me. Right, like this is a relationship that has nothing to do with me. Like right. we talking about Tyler Perry because I think Tyler Perry and and because 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 Lynn Lynn picked this film, and but you know, and he it certainly is at the point now in his career where he should know what he doesn't know, and he has the the access to fill in those blanks with people and talented people that know it if if he wanted to. That's the question. But you know, you talking. I mean, you know, the, the, the dude saved own. Oprah ain't got a problem with him. I, I mean, hey, it's a lot of people don't have a problem with Tyler Perry. Very true. But none of them are here on the <laughs> show, <Nathan. laughs> no, sir. And this is what I will promise you, faithful listener: the next time we do a Tyler Perry movie, it will be Tyler Perry's Temptation. Like I, like I said, you should pick one Medea movie and one non-Medea movie. If you have not seen Tyler Perry's Temptation, this is the most batshit insane thing. <laughs> like, you, you remember I said it took three hours for me to watch this? I think it took me four hours to get through Tem- Temptation. Have you seen it? No, I've never seen oh it. Oh, my God. Lynn, you've got to see Tyler Perry. It is the most insane fever dream of misogyny religiosity (laughs) uh, a bunch of other entities a non it is nonsensical like it's like a fever dream wow temptation is like a fever dream so if y'all get nothing from this everybody go out and see tyler perry's temptation a film by tyler perry it'll be coming some somewhere down the line somewhere down the line we 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 no no time soon no time soon all little game for the record you picked like you had your tyler perry pick i had my Tyler. like i should have my tyler perry you do so but it's just a little bit down the line down the line so 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 lincenzo this was your your choice do you think people should watch oh hell put this on the background at a party <laughs> don't put this on in a barbershop <sighs> do not put hey, this film on hey, hey have you seen the sequel to this talk Hell about bad no. shit and saying the sequel gets crazy i'm fine 
See, okay, well. I'll see it when you, we have to. You know what? Just go to the wiki page. And just read it. Just read the plot of the second. Well, one. I know that in the in the sequel, I think it's only returning is Tyler Perry. And no, everybody comes everybody back. Comes back. Oh, everybody okay. comes back. Now everybody don't get out the movie alive. How you like that? <laughs> so why did I do this movie? <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, we got a little bit of feedback from a couple of people before we. Uh, talk about uh, one last thing here. We um, we were very pleased to have a little back and forth with uh, Mocha Loca eight oh five on Twitter, Destiny Edwards, um, who left us a comment about us our voices being smooth and her falling asleep on the way home. Right, 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 right. And right, we right. thanked her for the compliment. Yeah. And she responded that she was only speaking the truth between y'all voices and that jazzy intro is like the quiet storm except with black cinema. Wow, I like that. We we'll had to quote her. Put yeah. that on the back of the book. Yeah, this is gonna. Have to be, yeah, this is going. Yeah, this is going to, have to be a pull quote. Well, yeah, certainly, very that's nice. Very, well, that's thank very you. Very nice. I I don't know how smooth we were on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had to pull back the levels a couple of times. I, I mean, yeah. And um, uh, another person that's becoming uh, one of our um, our biggest fans, uh, Alice Connectedy, New York, Robert Monroe Jr. Hey, yeah. Yeah, that's it's pretty dope. Uh he wrote he said that um but, but, but you guys need to do this live. Have people sit in the theater to watch a film and then tape a live version of the Michelle mission. An extended version could include comments and questions from the audience. That's a great idea, uh, Robert, and we are actually loosely have begun talks with a film festival here in Philadelphia. Uh, that's going to be going on this summer to see if we can't uh, try to put something like that together. That would be fantastic. Um, so I don't want to let the cat out of the bag too much um, in case it doesn't pull through. But uh, hopefully we'll be able to make that happen sometime this summer. And when if we do, we will certainly make sure to let all of you know. And hopefully in enough time that maybe you, Robert, and your wife can come down here and check us out live. Yes, yes. That would be yes. pretty dope. Uh, one last piece of business. Be... Uh, criminal to get out of here without it at least touching on the passing of uh, Prince Rogers Nelson. Yes. Uh, AKA a Prince at the young age of 57 uh, last week. It is um, very eerie for us here at the Michelle mission because at the close of our show last week, uh, our review of Claudine, me and Vince in looking over the schedule going forward and knowing that we had talked about doing black music month and doing all musical shows and even uh, movies. And even though we had kind of loosely started talking about some movies, we uh, quickly rounded on that we would do the movies of Prince. Right. Right. And, and, and we said, so, so, you know, you have, you have purple rain, Mm -hmm. you have the, the talk about batshit insane, the sequel to purple rain graffiti bridge. Right. And and you have Under the Cherry Moon. And we were trying to find a fourth. A fourth. Prince. And we were talking about Girl Six. Yeah, well, I think we had all, landed on Girl Six. Which because... had, but, yeah, you're right. We were going to have a Prince. And, and I think we, I think we we're are. Still, we're still we're, gonna we're do going to We were going. And, but it, like you said, it just shows how Prince was an ever-present part yeah. of our lives. Yeah. And, you know, and that's going to continue. But, yeah, yeah, Russ. It's, it's been tough. 
Yeah. It's been a tough year. It has, man. It's been a tough year already. You, you know, my son was born, so I, like that's you know that's obviously a shining light. But you know, it's 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 like Maurice White, mm. David Bowie, mm-hmm. Fife, Prince, Billy Paul died over the weekend. Like it's it's been a t- it's been and that's just from the world of music. And that's just from the world of music. You know what I mean? Uh, we, we didn't touch on, you know, uh, country singer uh, Merle Haggard. He died. Merle Haggard died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Prince. And, and you know. Yeah, we'll get in more into that in June. So look forward to that. All of June is going to be in order. Purple Rain, uh, Under the Cherry Moon, Graffiti Bridge, and then we will close it out with Girl 6. That'll be in June here on the Michelle Mission. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a couple of special guests on uh, those episodes as well. So uh, that'll be cool. And we got special guests coming your way in May, already lined up. You know, people people want to people want to talk movies with us, man. That's nice. People want to talk movies with us. I do have to say, I, I uh, will be uh, you know as kind of like you know you know head head tribble over there at Black Tribbles. Michelle Mission is been a very very popular addition to the black triples podcast oh, well, that's network. fantastic and it um it has made the podcast network as crazy as it is it is giving it an equal amount of class well well, well, well thank you and that's and that is in, in no uh small uh tribute to you oh well you know you bring the class here brother i'm i'm a classy dude like people can't see but i'm wearing an ascot much like Malik Yoba was wearing an ascot, and nobody says anything. No. Like, why is he wearing a? Uh, okay. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Is he gonna go solve mysteries? <laughs> like, like very, like low key, like locked room murders. <laughs> the murderer is in this room. <laughs> well, well, excellent. I mean, you know, we have a lot of fun here. We, we do. We have a lot we of do. fun. We invite all of you to come down. Absolutely. Have fun with us. Uh, let us know what you're thinking of the show. You can email us at the Michelle Mission at Michelle Mission at gmail.com or you can reach us on Twitter at Mission Michelle or on Facebook at Michelle Mission. Michelle Mission.com, where all of the shows are available. We're also part of proud members of the Black Triples Podcast right. Network. For Vincenzo, this is Lenzenzo. <laughs> In parting, we say, Wubba Dubba Love. It's time to bid adieu. It's been a pleasure knowing you. I'll see you when it's time to meet again. <laughs>